listening to Pet Candy. Welcome to our new show, Obsessed, a show where we talk about whatever it is we're currently obsessed with. I'm Caitlin Palmer. I'm Clay. And we're Obsessed. obsessed. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. Why do y'all keep coming back? I mean, we're grateful that you do. Let me just get this straight real fast. This isn't a sound check, right? Because you've got me like three times now I have. thinking the episode was starting and it was just an elaborate sound check. It, re- <laughs> it really was. I should definitely make movies because that could really lead you down one path and then go down a totally different <laughs> path. Oh, God. Okay, well. Today is the day. Today, today, Clay, is the day we get to announce our giveaway winner. This is so exciting. I made Clay go shopping with me. He hated it. (laughs) It was forced. He hated it. But it was was fun. Um, I made a TikTok video about it, and one of our friends said, he's so tired of your shit. I said, yeah, that's just just our marriage. I told you I didn't want to go. He did. And we had just eaten, oh, the most delightful Indian. Indian Delight is where we ate. I wanted to go home and go to sleep. <laughs> I, I really did, too. But I was like, Clay, we're running out of time. We've got to go do this for the people. We didn't have to do it. We we did because we're extra and we love you. And we got some really, really cool stuff for you. And I can't wait to see who gets it. But we're in, you know, in sadistic fashion. We're going to make you listen to the episode first. So wrong. I know. I'm such a bitch. So, you know how our show usually goes. We start out with a little news story, kind of a current event, if you will. And then we go into the good stuff. Well, this is a Clay (laughs) episode, so it's probably going to leave me feeling some kind of way. Yeah, definitely some kind of way. But, you know, what's what's got me feeling things right now is this this monkeypox. Oh, you've got the monkeypox? I don't think I have it. But, well, then how uh, is it making you feel anyway? Well, it's just giving me anxiety because of who I am That's as not a, a typical side effect of monkeypox. I think you not. have something else. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> you know, I never got chickenpox as a child, so if I get chickenpox, yeah, you... I'll die. <laughs> I don't think you'll die, but it's not going to be great. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, it wasn't great when I had it when I was like six or seven. I was pretty young. Yeah, I never got it. Smothered my whole body in... Calamine, Calamine. Lotion. I was oh, going to say chamomile. That's chamomile. not quite. Chamomile. Oh, that might would have felt relaxing and smelled good. <laughs> it would have smelled better. Probably sure. Probably, no, it might have been sticky, but uh, this stuff wasn't great. It was. No, I love, I love chamomile. I, okay, so I never got the chicken pox, but I do get weird stuff. Like I've had cat scratch fever. I've had Lyme disease. <laughs> yeah, you get everything else. I get all the weird stuff, but I never got chicken pox. So we'll see. Oh, there's the possessed coffee maker making its noise, as it usually does. I don't know. I'm going to start burning sage while we're recording. (laughs) It only does it when we're in here. It really does. It doesn't do it all throughout the day. Meow. Okay, Okay, there it goes. goes. (laughs) So, the symptoms of monkeypox. The initial symptoms include fever, headache, muscle aches, backache, swollen lymph nodes, chills, exhaustion. A rash can develop, often beginning on the face and then spreading to other parts of the body, including genitals. While it's not technically listed as an STI, it's kind of an STI. Um, but the rash changes, goes through different stages. It can look like chickenpox or syphilis before finally forming a scab, which later falls off. 
So scientists at the CDC and prevention are watching for the outbreak in Europe closely. It is it is concerning. So please just be mindful of that if you travel to Africa, Clay. <laughs> I'm not going to Africa. <laughs> I don't plan on it. I was looking at Orville. He's joined us for the podcast. He was actually like sitting up in the chair as if he was he a was. third member. We have a special guest star today. His name is Orville. Orville the Clinic Cat. How are you doing today, man? Meow. He's not going to answer you, but you might hear him uh, pipe in with the jingling of his collar or uh, the sound of brushing as I sweep his fat, large body off the table. Oh. <laughs> and then, then I give him a treat because that's how we do things. Right. So that here. he thinks that he's supposed to be on the table. <laughs> right. Right. Well, so like I said, we're going to make you listen to the episode. And Clay, it is it is killing me. What do you have planned for me today to ruin me? I actually don't know if you know anything about this. That is incredibly sexist. <laughs> it's not based on, it is not based on uh, your sex or gender. It is just that they're not really talked about. Ooh. But looking into them, I think we confuse a lot of things for them. <gasps> I might know what it is. Oh, okay. Um. Well, hold on and let's see. Okay. All men fear the dark. Since the beginning of man, we have huddled around campfires like beacons of salvation, as if on tiny isles surrounded by the inky, writhing sea. That blackened abyss, which threatens to swallow us whole, its infinite reach, and its depth immeasurable. All men fear the dark, for it conceals our enemies and dangers imagined in a veil we cannot glimpse beyond. But the terrors within are not shackled by this limitation. They peer from beyond the wall of shadow through which we cannot see and watch us struggle and flail against the nothingness that wraps around us. All men fear the dark, and anything it may be hiding, that empty void from which all man's fears are birthed, the creator of our shapeless terrors and writer of every horror tale since spoken word's conception. Though many would deny what's considered such a childish fear, its tendrils reach out from every corner, from behind every bookshelf, and from down each unlit hallway. Ever since cavemen first howled threats into the empty night, one truth has remained and reached beyond language or natural borders. Simple, absolute, and indisputable. All men fear the dark. Today, we are talking about something I have personal experience with. I didn't really know until I started researching this topic, though. But to talk about it, we are going to have to talk about a few things that are similar, or at least I believe important in understanding. Uh, and I also have a story from someone we know who has also experienced them. Ooh! So tell me, Caitlin, have you ever heard of shadow people? Oh no, I have chills now and I hate this so much! I actually, I brought a sage candle. Right, but you thought I was going to do something else. I did, and I'm just going to keep the sage candle in my keep purse it at all times. Handy in a... Uh, at the ready? Just at the ready. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be able to keep them back with some, with a scented candle, not even actual sage. Well, shut just... up. Quite. I did buy actually. <laughs> so I went in a witchy store and I was like, hey, um, I'm new to this, but um, we, we have a podcast and we talk about some pretty heinous crap and I feel like I'm probably opening some doors. Can you help me? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Pet Candy.
my fur babies so much, but when they're stressed out, it makes me stressed out. Mine hate loud noises like thunderstorms and fireworks, and sometimes they just don't want to be left home alone. To help keep your dogs calm in moments of stress, use Brave Paws Anxiety and Stress Support Chewables for dogs. These plant-based chewables promote calm behavior with natural ingredients that have been clinically studied. Did I mention they're fast-acting and non-drowsy? I especially love that the natural ingredients are sustainably sourced. How cool is that? Want to learn more? Check out mybravepaws.com. Your dog will be happy you did. For the listeners, anyway, shadow people, as the name suggests, appear as human-like shadows, often flickering on surfaces, but can also be seen appearing in empty spaces. A common trait is that they move in rapid and jerky motions, sometimes bleeding through walls or other surfaces. Oh, you love jerky motions. Yeah, actually, I hate that. Uh, like Jacob's Ladder, like all of the weird like twitching that they do towards the end of the movie, cannot handle it. It <laughs> freaks me out on... Like, I like such- it. <laughs> you like it? I like it. You like it. Like, not... Not like, oh, that's scary, but you actively like it. Like, well, oh, I look at like, that. Oh, that's creepy. Ooh, I like it, though. <laughs> well, not me. I hate it. <laughs> it, it. It does something to my insides. Like Unnatural I just... angles really freak Clay out. So if you would like to send us your jerkiest videos, please do it. Yeah, no, I'm good. So you might be asking, is this not just a ghost? Because it kind of sounds like a ghost, right? Yeah, I always kind of thought they were associated with ghosts or poltergeists, or Yeah, so shadow people have a few distinct differences. Aside from the origins of where shadow people or ghosts come from, it's the appearance that's most distinguishable. Uh, ghosts often appear as orbs or apparitions. They usually are recognizable as individuals, whereas a shadow person is denoted by a distinct lack of features, often appearing as a black shape. Right. Though they have a human-like form, they have no details observable within their outline. The only exception to this is rarely they may be described as having a set of red glowing eyes. But they're they're typically just kind of like that matte black, just nothing there. And you know, all the ghost shows and stuff me and my mom like to watch, they're always described as extra dark, like somehow darker than the darkness around yeah. them. Like if you were, you would be able to see a shadow person in a completely dark room because somehow there's something darker. Right. And that's hard to imagine. Typically, shadow people are only able to be viewed through a person's peripheral vision. Yeah. Uh, they either dart away as you try to view them or simply disappear. But they've also been known to appear in mirrors typically behind you. So, you know, when you go to turn around and look, they're not there. So they definitely play with your mind as far as did you actually see something or not? Yeah. That (laughs) doubt, that makes, oh, that makes it so much worse. You don't even have that validation of, oh, no, there was definitely something there. You're like, was there something there? It, it's a little bit more like it, something that you can see. Uh, They've been known to appear in mirrors, uh, typically behind you. So... Right as you notice them, they vanish, which makes you think, you know, did I even see something or not? Right. It's always been sort of described as like, no, I definitely saw something. I just couldn't look at it. Yeah. Right. So it's sure gives you plenty of like doubt if you actually saw it or not. But the the people that see these, like they they know, like I definitely did see something. Yeah. See, I know. 
I know you, like you said, you have experience with shadow people. Clay used to live in a haunted house. Just wait for the Halloween episode, you guys. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that. I've actually not really talked about this one particular experience I had in any detail. I've always glazed over it because uh, of all of them, this is I'd say the worst. Yeah, Clay used to live in a very haunted house. And this dummy says, if that house ever goes up for sale, let's buy it. I'm like, no. It's got a weird call to the abyss feeling. Oh, um, like Lake Lanier. Like Lake Lanier. Lake Lanier. Uh, so shadow people aren't usually attributed to hauntings. While they may appear in places where tragedy has occurred, they are not thought to be individuals who were involved, but rather are attracted to the energy of such places. Mm-hmm. Oh, energy's real. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> Residual energy, that's a thing. Many people believe they feed on negative energies like pain and fear. Typically, these beliefs are present when veiled through a religious lens. Shadow people are said to be demons sent to torment mankind, their purpose being to remove us from a sense of security and protection by God. Many people report a sense of terror or dread when seeing them, so that kind of coincides. Right. Kind of like my old job. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually raining very hard right now. I don't know if that's picking up on the mic. It might be. Um, And fun fact, our dogs took their thunder paws. (laughs) Right. But for real, though, everybody, can we just talk about how great Brave Paws is? We got a free sample. We did. We're going to be completely transparent with you. We did. We got some free stuff. And it works. Yeah, I was a little surprised. Like, I'm not going to lie, you get this stuff and it's, it doesn't really seem like a typical pet treat, right? Right. But we gave it to our pets and they gobbled them right up. They do. <laughs> they do. And it's nice because it's like you give so many pills per pound. So you don't have to buy like three different sizes. You know, our little guy gets a half of one. Our big one gets three. Right. Yeah. And he loves it. He takes them like a treat. Now being plant-based, you're kind of like, ooh, are they going to like it? Right. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, it's dry and sort of leafy. And it, like I said, it just doesn't, normally when you get a pet treat, it's kind of like moist and squishy. Mm-hmm. And, but you, you know, know, they don't usually eat those, I found. Well, that's because ours are extremely picky, which is why it was so surprising they ate these. Exactly. All, and, and we, we got we got more than one dog. We're going to be for real with y'all. But uh, they eat it, and they eat it well. Yeah, and it worked. It does. We live in the Deep South, a.k.a. Satan's armpit, and it storms and rains at least once a week. Like, at least once a week, we're under some kind of watch. Like, a hurricane watch, that's a Tuesday. And our dogs are weenies, so when it starts, like, with the lightning and the rain and everything, mm-hmm. they freak out. So. They do. They do. We, we really put these to the test. Right. And I did not think that they would work like they did. Exactly. As well as they do. And this is a non-prescription. You don't have to go to the vet and get it. It's not going to knock them out. It's not a sedative. It's just a calming support. And it does. We had lightning hit very close to our Within house. a mile. It rattled yeah. our windows. It was scary. I was even scared. I love bad weather. And we gave everybody their happy pills and <laughs> they put their brave paws on and everybody laid down and went to sleep and it was fun. Yeah. So like we don't have to do this part of the commercial, right? No. Like we've done the ad read and we've goofed around, but like this is, we wouldn't lie to you. We would we at would least not. not record this part if, exactly. <laughs> if it didn't work and we didn't actually... Exactly. And we're both in the animal industry and we have been for years and years. So 
we would not tell you about a product if we did not believe in it ourselves. Yeah, it absolutely worked for us. So maybe it'll work for you. Go check it out. Mybravepaws.com. Go put your brave paws on. Brave paws. Give your pet the courage they need to weather the storm. Now, dread is a word that gets tossed around a lot. So, uh, you know, so much I think it's kind of lost its meaning. Yeah. So there's a medicine that's given intravenously at hospitals in extreme cases of migraine. A side effect is that if given too large a dose too quickly can uh, interject feelings of dread. And this has happened both times I've received it. Oh, no, maybe that's what's wrong with me every single day of my life ever. (laughs) Well, words do not do it justice. Um, It's like a physical presence that you can feel. And at least in my case... It made me absolutely certain I was going to die. Like, absolutely no doubt. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I hate that. (laughs) No, it was not fun. Uh, If if you saw me making those weird faces that last time, it was because I was acting like I knew what was happening. Yeah. You know, I I was I knew it was all just kind of in my head. But it is it is a very real feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the first time I thought about, like, jumping out the window because I was like, something in here is going to kill me and I have right. to get away from it. And the danger of falling three stories down was, was fine for me. Than, yeah. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that is dread. Yeah. So when they talk about people feeling feelings of dread, this is what they're talking it's about. It's not just, ooh, I don't feel Right, I don't like this it. a whole lot. Right. It, it's, it's like, I'm going to die. <laughs> so shadow people typically appear in one of a few forms. One of the most common is simply as a shapeless blob, uh, like an amoeba. Sometimes this will turn into another form, and sometimes it'll simply just fade away. Beyond that, one of the most common forms is that of the hat man. What? Oh, okay, that gave me chills. (laughs) Who is almost always aggressive or malicious. He appears as a grown man who appears to be wearing a trilby hat, trilby type hat. I'm stupid. What's a trilby hat? Uh, like a fedora, something like oh, the okay. short sort so of. So not like a cowboy hat. Like not a... like a cowboy hat. If the cowboy hat was smaller, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So he's always seen as wearing that. Maybe sometimes they can pick up like outlines of as if he was wearing like a trench coat. Hmm. Um, but it, it's weird because you'll have people of all ages describe this hat man so much that he is uh, honestly probably the most popular form of shadow person. Back where my mom lives, we have a a grotto, and it's really beautiful. And I used to always think I saw a man sitting out there in a cowboy hat. Hmm. That's why I got chills when you said that. It, Like I said, it's a very common sighting is of this hat man, and it doesn't make it better that he always is, you know, harmful in some way. Like, he means harm. He's not just kind of there and watching you like sometimes these things will be. Wow, f*** you, hat man. (laughs) F*** you, hat man. Uh (laughs) You're listening to Pet Candy. Here's something fascinating I realized while taping this podcast. There are compelling and downright mysterious medical cases that happen every day in veterinary hospitals all across the country. And most of the time, the unsung heroes that help these animals never get a chance to talk about them and you never hear their stories. Until now. This podcast, Vet Mysteries with Dr. Courtney, takes a deep dive into some of the strangest medical cases and we meet the incredible veterinary teams that help to save their lives. If you like a little bit of mystery, a ton of intrigue, and love pet health like I do, this podcast is for you. I'm Dr. Courtney, and you can subscribe and listen to this podcast for free 
on Vet Candy Radio or anywhere you listen to podcasts. So another form that's pretty popular is one of a hooded figure. Now this is where my personal experience comes in. Oh no. So a little bit little bit of setup. You talked about my my haunted ass house. You know, you know that my old house was definitely fing haunted. I've told you about some of the things yeah. that have happened. You know, for the listeners, I'll tell you the thing that everyone who ever lived in that house saw, which was essentially the blue jeans ghost. I don't remember exactly what he Old was Blue called. Jeans. Y'all just called him old blue jean. So the blue jean ghost, uh are our living room had uh, two windows, one on either side of the, the glass door. Well, not a glass door, but it, it had a like a large window, like viewing window in the, the middle of the door so you could see out. But the windows that were on either side of it sat pretty low. Mm. Only maybe a foot and a half off the ground was where the seal was. Right. And we usually kept the blinds down most of the way. So what we would see would be basically a set of blue jeans walking by. Uh, you'd only be able to see, you know, maybe mid-calf way up to mid-thigh way, right? Mm-hmm. Now, my grandpa lived just up the hill. And, God, the way I said that, just up the hill. Just uh, up the hill. Just up the hill. We do live in the deep south. <laughs> deep south. I'm fighting it. He lived just up the hill from us and always wore blue jeans. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he never was not wearing. I think I can count like three times I saw him without blue jeans. I don't think I ever saw him without blue jeans. Pale white were those legs. Never, Aww. never had seen the sun. But we would always think it was him, right? Like right. coming down because you come down all the time for anything. And you're waiting for him to get to the door and either knock or come in and nothing. And you'd go outside and look and nothing. Mm-hmm. No one was there or around the house or walked past the house for anything. There, I mean, there's nothing around the house to go to. Right. And we're kind of back out in the woods. But the thing is, this didn't start like when I was a kid. My mom told me that they had seen this like before, you know. Wow. Like when they were kids, right? Right. I think maybe even my grandpa had seen it. Oh, wow. Um, which I guess would be weird for him. He's like, hey, I'm not outside. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no one else wears blue right. jeans. No one else wears blue jeans, just me. So that was like a cut. It would always walk past just that first window. It'd mm-hmm. never make it past the door or to the other window. It would just. You never saw it out just, of any of the other windows in the house. Right. Just that one. So that was one that pretty much everybody had seen. Mm-hmm. I, even people that would come over to visit had seen this, this guy before. Overall, not really that bad a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty all right ghost. I mean, didn't bother ghost, nobody. No, yeah. He gets you a little excited, maybe. And, you know, just kind of like, oh, but then afterwards, you're like, oh, it was just, it was nice seeing the ghost. It was, yeah. It's like, it's not, I can go up the, the hill and see, you know, pop if I want to, but it was nice to see the ghost. I'm glad he stopped in. Yeah. Uh, there were other things that happened, but usually only to me. Oh, you had some shit. <laughs> had some strange experiences. I guess I'll talk about this one because this is one that really freaked me out because this wasn't like a, oh, I heard something or I thought I saw something. This was like I had to undo what had been done. No one else. I know what you're going to say and I hate it. Oh, I hate this. No one else was in the house. I don't know if I've even told my mom this. So if she's listening, you know, first time uh, home alone, um, you know, parents worked late. I would get off the bus and it would usually be me and my little sister. For some reason, my sister wasn't there. I think this might have been even a weekend. And sure. I was just left home. Right. I was old enough, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I loved my video games. <laughs> Still does. Well, I was in my room playing one such video game when, and I'll say I think I heard, but I know I heard every dish in our house hit the ground. Wow. It was such a loud crash. Like, it shook my bedroom window. 
and I was like, holy shit, what just happened? Like, I thought we had the kind of cabinets that sit above the counter. I thought right. maybe the whole cabinet thing fell off. Right, yeah. Because we had a tile floor in the kitchen. I go in there, and every single cabinet door is open, almost to a 90-degree angle. The bottom ones, the top ones, all of them open. There were no dishes on the ground, no shattered dishes or anything. All of the cabinet doors were open. And I just kind of sat there and stared at it for a while because I wasn't sure. Uh, no one else was home who would do this and why. And after a while, I just went and closed all the cabinets and went back to my room, not really knowing what else to do. You're like, well, Hyrule still needs saving. So <laughs> right, <guess> yes. <laughs> back to Zelda with me. Back to Zelda. At least I won't think about this weird thing that happened. I'd had a couple of things happen before, so I was already a little primed for this, but this one was just, like, out the ballpark. Like, this was absurd. This was way more than it ever been before. You know what I mean? Not just things being where I didn't leave them or something like that. You know, this was, like, who broke into my house and opened our cabinet doors? (laughs) That's such a weird thing to do. Right, and then there was a sound beforehand that was, like I said, unmistakable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt it in my chest. It was such a loud noise, mm. like a car drove through the the building. But I'll speak more on that when we eventually get to our ghost episode. I'll have yeah, plenty yeah. to say about that. So I wanted to share, I guess, those two stories to kind of establish the difference between something like the Blue Jeans ghost right. and what I saw. Right. I think shadow people get lumped in with ghosts and yeah, and that, a lot, and there's something totally different. And that's what I did, is I I would lump these together. Right. You're thinking, well, it's just ghosts. Until later, of course, well. uh, uh, find out that there's something such as shadow people, which fits the description better for some of the things I saw. They never felt the same, but I always just felt like they had enough in common, you know. Sure. I didn't think there would be something else. Right. You know? I was like, okay, well, there's... stuff kind of gets lumped in with... Yeah, ghosts. there's blue jean ghosts, and then there's, like, angry, like, malicious ghosts, I right. guess. I've had quite a few shadow people experiences in that house, but never one as bad as this one I'm going to tell you about. Mm. We eventually moved out of that house to a double-wide trailer on the property behind it. Right. Um, All of this land was on the same stretch, so this new house was only, say, 80 yards away and in clear view of the other house. Right. You know, it's kind of like a family property Mm -hmm. sort of deal. Yeah, kind of like where we live now, yeah. Right. You know, my grandpa's house was maybe 80 yards from that house. My aunt's was maybe 60 yards from his house, that kind of thing. Good old family land. Right. Good old family land. It all just kind of backed up to the swampy, wooded lowland that... I'll just say had extremely bad vibes. Yeah. <laughs> the vibes were not good in the, in that forest. So this was just after Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking a cold shower because the power was still out. So the bathroom was only lit by candles. Uh, but because of who I am, I had swiped every candle in the house. <laughs> so even oh. though we had no power, the bathroom was still pretty well lit, all right. things considered. You know, Sounds so romantic. Mom, I had this nice... Candles that had, you know, like three candles in a big sort of oh, like those bowl are so or whatever. Nice. Right. So I had like three of those bad boys in there all oh, lit yeah, up. So it was lit. It up. was lit in there. Uh, not as bright as if, you know, we had fluorescent light bulbs. But right, right. It, lit enough. I reach down to turn off the water and I see a dark spot behind me in the reflection from the water spigot. Oh, no. I pause long enough to give myself, you know, all the worst ideas that you can. You know, like we all do. It normally, after I psych myself out, it turns out to be nothing. 
Right, yeah. Well, nine times out of ten, it is nothing. Right, that that little thought in your head like, hey, what if somebody was behind you? And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Except this time the shadow moved. Oh. Kept staring before it did. You know, noticing how my face was elongated in the reflection. So it was obviously some sort of shadow that just kind of looked like a figure in a black hood. I was staring at it when it moved. <laughs> as if to exit the shower that we were both in. I peed a little. <laughs> I flipped out. Uh, I turned off the water and was ready to sprint out of the bathroom. You're listening to Pet Candy. Hey, this is Omar Lopez. And Eric Meyer. And we want you to check out our new podcast, Working Class, where two lawyers from opposite sides of the law discuss the hottest employment issues today from both the employee and the employer perspective. Check us out on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting platform. Now, whether this was the same one or a different one, I wouldn't know. I still don't know. Yeah. But when I opened the shower door, I stopped moving, literally frozen in place. This had happened before, but in a less sort of supernatural setting. I'd be walking through the woods and stop suddenly, wouldn't know why. But after looking around for why I had this intense urge to stop, I'd find my foot next to a snake. This has happened no less than three times. And someone's watching out for you. Yeah. Uh, something about that, just your body knowing something is wrong, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. Instincts, um, man. They're real. And I really didn't spend that much time out in the woods. This was kind of like every other time I'd go to the woods, I'd almost step on a snake. Yeah. No, but it would be that, that same feeling. Like, it, it felt like I couldn't move. Like, whoa, what's... Right. Why have I stopped? This is a big enough deal for me for why I've stopped to look around and figure out why I've stopped. Right. Because it's never out in front of me somewhere. It's always like right next to my foot. I literally, um, in one case, had a baby rattlesnake that was touching the edge of my foot, my of my shoe. Well, you know, the baby ones are the bad ones. They're, <laughs> yeah. I felt that familiar urge. Yeah. To shit your pants? Basically, yeah. Like I wasn't seeing some danger that was right in front of me. And when I tried to move, I couldn't. So this, this was no longer a, I should stop because something's wrong. This was... Like, I couldn't move, like I was being restricted. Mm -hmm. I mentioned we knew someone else that had seen shadow people. He was struck by lightning and shortly after started hallucinating. Is it who I think it is? Yes. Did he just uh, have a birthday? Yeah, he just had a oh, birthday. I'm not going to say his name. Person. Yeah. I'm not going to say his name, no. but I did ask him if it was okay to share. Oh, sure. Yeah. He was struck by lightning and shortly after started hallucinating. Mm -hmm. He started to see shadows shaped like people that would follow him around. I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Well, this is why I had to ask, because I wasn't sure how, you know. Yeah, if it was really personal. Right. I'm still going to be like, hey. <laughs> it's not really something it tells everybody. He'll tell you about getting struck by lightning, but not really what happened after. Oh, that's like the first thing I learned about him. Well, I mean, who and gets struck by lightning? That's true. That's true. <laughs> so he started to see shadows shaped like people, and these shadows would follow him around. He would see them on the ground as if someone was standing behind him, but the shadow would terminate, leading to no one. Like it would just be gone? No, like he would trace it and it there wouldn't be a body causing the shadow. It would just be on the ground in front of him oh. with no one behind him. Most of these had been somewhat distant, but one time he saw one up close and clear. And the only detail was that it had yellow eyes. And the whole time he saw it, he was physically unable to move. 
<laughs> yeah, no. Um, it almost sounds like a sleep paralysis demon. Well, that's that's one thing. I'm actually going to get to that. We'll talk about sleep paralysis demons uh, because they have a lot in common with shadow people. Some people think they're the same thing. Yeah. Or at least caused by the same thing. Right. He would end up being prescribed lithium for a year or so. But by his own account, it did not stop the shadow people he'd see. It only dulled his reaction to seeing them. Right. Make him less freaked out when he saw them, but he would... Still see them. He said the whole time he was taking that medicine, it did not make them go away. It simply kind of made him more comfortable around it, which is (laughs) terrible in its own right. This is a type of sighting many will try to discount. One where drugs or mental illness were present. Sure. Well, who's not mentally ill these days? Like, come on, guys. Really? Well, you know, mental illnesses that cause hallucin- hallucinations oh, sure, and sure, things like yeah. that. Obviously being struck by lightning, messed up something. You yeah. know, it fried the wire somewhere, right? Right. Um, I should say he's no longer has to take the lithium and the hallucinations were only temporary. As far as he's told me, he hasn't seen any more since. Good. Simply, it had caused perhaps some sort of chemical imbalance in his brain. Sure. Uh, that, that had these these temporary effects. But, you know, being struck by lightning is a pretty traumatic event. Oh, so. God, I can't imagine. <laughs> right. Lightning hits outside the house and me and the dogs are both taking drugs. Right. I mean, it's enough to, to rattle your windows. So imagine being physically hit by that mm. thing. So shadow people have been said to elicit a paralysis effect in people, like you were talking about. Uh, perhaps to further frighten the victims, if the allusions to demons are to be believed. This has been tied to experiences with sleep paralysis demons as well as some other things that we'll talk about later. So there's a lot to talk about for shadow people. So I'm actually going to be dividing this into two parts. Oh? Yeah. I'll come back and finish my personal story that I left off on. Okay. Because there's more to that. Oh, no! Yeah. If the hooded figure was bad, the next thing was far worse. Oh, no. I didn't know this. I want to go back time and kick his ass. I literally thought it was the Grim Reaper. I mean, you think black hooded figure hiding behind you kind of, you know, I was like, oh, he's he's, he's come for me. Well, it came from somewhere. Right. You know, everyone says the bathroom's the most dangerous place in your household. That's true. Well, the kitchen. Or the kitchen. Uh, Bathroom's second. the most dangerous for my jeans because they don't fit anymore. (laughs) So... I'll finish my personal account. We'll talk about where people think they came from and some things people think they are, especially the uh, Arabic jinn. Ooh. Some people may know them better as genies. We'll talk about some possible scientific explanations. So we'll do yours next week, and then I'll work on part two. You're, wait, uh-uh. Uh-huh. You're doing it? No. Yeah. Clay, I'm not okay with this. <laughs> I told you you were going to feel some kind of way by well, the Well, I of feel this. pissed off. <laughs> I hate cliffhangers. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> this is this is the last episode that we're contracted for, so I had to make it a good one, and I had to make it a two-parter. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they have to. They renew have us. to renew us. <laughs> Take <Aww>. that, Jill. <laughs> Aww. Everyone, I didn't know he was going to do this to you, and I'm so sorry. Well, let's switch gears because now I'm mad. <laughs> I'm not scared. I'm not depressed. I'm angry. (laughs) You're listening to Pet Candy. Hello, this is Caitlin Palmer. You probably know me as the desk wench. 
You know, the sweet TikTok receptionist who has to deal with the evil Karen Stevens. Well, if you like that, you are going to love my new podcast, Desk Wench Confessions. On my show, I have funny guests who tell me about their own Karens. Plus, we have contests, giveaways, and skits. Trust me, you are going to love it. Check it out on a podcast platform of your choice on Vet Candy Radio. Clay? Yes? Are you ready to spin the wheel of names? Oh, I'm spinning? Yes. Okay. So what so, do I have to do to spin? Okay. So what I've done is go to, gone to wheelofnames.com. I've entered in all of the names of everyone following us on Instagram and everyone who has sent us an email. I can say there's quite a few names on here. There's quite a few names on here, and I'm so happy about that. So, Clay, I need you to tap that, and it's going to spin and read out the name that it lands on. Okay. What if I don't like the option? Can I spin again? <laughs> That's mean. I don't know some of these people. I don't know a lot of these people. Oh, they're all wonderful, and we love them. I was going to say, most of these came from uh, your Instagram, which yeah, you fun, take care of. I do fact, the emails. I do the Instagram. Clay does the emails. Yeah. I'll still show her, like, what they say if they're addressed to her. But, you know, I'm the one who goes through them and finds things. I'm always like, Clay, look at the Instagram. I don't have an Instagram. Yeah. Clay has a Twitter. All right. So, I guess, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. We're going to get a drum roll. Drum roll, please. Oh, my God. Who is it? Who is it? Who is God it? dang. That was a spin. Ooh. Oh, is it doing the thing where it's like really slow? Yeah, now it's slowing down. Oh. Okay, who is it? 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 Um, so it says Leanne. Ah! Who is Leanne? That's Kit from Final Fantasy. Oh, okay. I, know! I didn't know she was on here. Did she? Yes. Was she like follow us on Instagram? On Instagram, yes. Cool. Oh my gosh, congratulations. I'm so happy. All right, so. Why don't you tell Kit what she's won? Well, Kit, for you today, we have got an obsessed coffee mug. We've got an obsessed with the Palmer's pair of socks. You've got a bottle of Coca-Cola all for <laughs> yourself. You've also got Benny the Bigfoot as a Squishmallow. And then we've also got a runic keychain and a farting turd keychain <laughs> and then everything kind of has a theme i guess well now the cock cola fits in with the the shit keychain yeah yeah the cock cola was from clay the, the farting turd keychain is for me <laughs> you also get a unicorn napkin holder oh when did you get that well i got them at um at a yard sale because they were pretty Oh, well, you did just do an episode. I did, I did. And I was like, oh, they're fun. And I like the Benny Bigfoot Squishmallow kind of fits in with the whole thing, too. He does, he does. And then, uh, Leanne, also, you get to pick the next episode. That's true. You do. So uh, you you and your your man, y'all get together and decide what you want us to talk about, and we'll do it. She'll probably pick a good one. Oh, she'll pick a really good one. Pick a nine-tailed fox. I was just thinking she probably would pick that, yeah. If you can't think of anything specific, give us like an area or, or like a country or something and we'll pick, we'll find something there. We'll do the digging for you if you yes. can't think of anything. So We would do anything. And of you. course, anybody else, you can always email us at the, the Gmail account with suggestions. You know, we'll pick something from there eventually uh, if we run out of ideas or <laughs> <laughs> something to that account. Or if it's just something cool I didn't know about, you'd send me on a you know, a goose chase to find out about it. Send us on a deep dive. Right. We I'm going to be too invested anyway. We love a deep dive. Love a deep dive. Uh, speaking of Bigfoot also, 
that's another thing that'll for sure, you know, we'll have to get renewed for another. Our contract will have to get renewed because we haven't done Bigfoot. And Bigfoot has such a huge friggin' fan base. It he does. He does. So I imagine there's people out there right now like, when when are you gonna do Bigfoot? I know. I feel like we've kind of done more of the looked over cryptids. Yeah. I'm not as large a Bigfoot fan. I was gonna say as big a Bigfoot fan Aww. as some people. But I don't know. Maybe one if I have to like dig in there and get my arms and knees dirty, I don't know. <laughs> really digging through what the dirt. What are you doing to Bigfoot? <laughs> I'm in the dirt looking for Bigfoot. He does live underground, right? As far as I know. And <laughs> somebody what, the out Atlantic there, Somebody out there right now was just like, no, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We, we love a Sasquatch. Love a Sasquatch. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, oh, I'm so excited for you. I'm going to message you right now. Assuming we are making another episode, what are you going to pick? Well, Clay, I think I'm going to skip mine and just let you do your part, too, because you girl <laughs> can't stand a damn cliffhanger. You Okay, for the for the next, for season two, mm-hmm. um, you can, we can tell each other the topic. So what are you thinking about? I wish you could see his face. I almost <laughs> fell for it. I'm so happy you're happy, darling. Uh, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, I actually do have my next one planned, and it's going to slap ass. So oh, okay. We'll see. Oh, yes, the Chicago ass slapper. <laughs> Their hometown cryptid. <laughs> Let's make our own cryptid. Okay, um, free coffee cup to whoever draws the Chicago ass oh, slapper man. and sends it in. God, I want some Chicago ass slapper fan art. Please, please. I imagine that his hands are like hockey sticks. Perfect for slapping ass. Artists? <laughs> Chicago Get ass slapper will send you a coffee cup or socks. You can, you, know, you can pick. You should make like a Redbubble account and then just sell it on t-shirts and stuff. Oh, and that would no one awesome. will have any idea what. <laughs> They'll be like, we listen to a little podcast. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this cryptid. Well, that's going to do it for us for tonight. Um, thank you all so, so, so much. And Kit, congratulations again. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. We love you, Clay. Tell the listeners you love them. I love them. And we're proud of you. And I'm proud of them for listening to our podcast. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you've done, you've done it great from the crowd. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Pet Candy, it's Pet Candy Radio.